0: I'm Pastor Brian Paulson, and this is The Message. We're glad you're listening here in Libertyville, in Lake County, or around the world. Center your heart now with the prayer for illumination, listen deeply to the scripture, and allow the message to speak God's word for your life.
1: Our first scripture reading for this morning is taken from a portion of the second and the 15th chapters of Exodus. Listen for the Word of God. This is the story of Moses' birth. Now a man from Levi's household married a Levite woman. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that the baby was healthy and beautiful, so she hid him for three months. When she couldn't hide him any longer, she took a reed basket and sealed it up with black tar. She put the child in the basket and set the basket among the reeds at the riverbank. The baby's older sister stood watch nearby to see what would happen to him. Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river. While her woman servants walked along beside the river, she saw the basket among the reeds and she sent one of her servants to bring it to her. When she opened it, she saw the child. The boy was crying, and she felt sorry for him. She said, This must be one of the Hebrew children. Then the baby sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Would you like me to go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter agreed, yes, do that. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child and nurse it for me and I'll pay you for your work. So the woman took the child and nursed it. After the child had grown up, she brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter who adopted him as her own son. She named him Moses because she said, I have pulled him out of the water. Now we will fast forward to the end of the story where we hear songs of victory by Moses and the prophet Miriam. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord for an overflowing victory. Horse and rider he threw into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my power. He has become my salvation. This is my God whom I will praise, the God of my ancestors whom I will acclaim. The Lord will rule forever and always. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and cavalry went into the sea, the Lord brought back the waters of the sea over them. But the Israelites walked through the sea over them on the dry ground. Then the prophet Miriam, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine in her hand, all the women following her, playing tambourines and dancing. Miriam sang the refrain back to them, sing to the Lord for an overflowing victory. Horse and rider he threw into the sea. Here ends our first reading. And our second scripture reading for this morning is taken from the Gospel of Luke, the first chapter, verses 67 to 70. Listen once again for God's holy word. John's father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. Bless the Lord God of Israel because he has come to help and has delivered his people. He has raised up a mighty savior for us in his servant David's house, just as he said through the mouths of the holy prophets long ago. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Horse and rider he threw into the sea. That's the line repeated in the song of both Moses and Miriam in our reading today. Horse and rider he threw into the sea. Now, growing up beside the ocean in Los Angeles, that was the sentiment of every UCLA fan before games against our crosstown rival, USC. Well, because their mascot is this horse and a rider with a broom on his head that go around the field to mess everything up, yeah? Horse and rider he threw into the sea. Uh, But of course, this week, There's a kid from Libertyville named Drew Peterson and his USC teammates that tossed my alma mater's basketball team onto the floor, defeating them, and I refuse to see any divine justice in this at all. But today, our scripture is all about divine justice, about liberation, freedom from slavery, Liberation from violence and oppression. And that is something to sing about. As for us, we sing also. For example, even today, as the assurance of forgiveness is announced in worship, freedom from slavery to sin, then we stand up and start singing. Now, today, we begin a new series as a congregation, sing a new song. And that song begins with God's liberating power. And it caused me to wonder, what are the songs that we are singing today? Well, on Christmas Day, I shared with the congregation in worship about how much joy I had being able to sing Christmas carols from heart. I learned that in my family. The message was part of our home. I wonder, what are we singing today? I I did a little thought experiment, and I googled the best-selling Christmas songs. And since few of us are listening to vinyl records anymore, I looked up the digital version. The first song was All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Then I went reading down the list, down and down, until I got to the seventh song, which was Mary. Did you know it was the first song that engaged a biblical story? Then I went continuing to read down the list until I passed Chuck Berry's Run Rudolph Run and Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, until finally I arrived at number 21 on the list with an actual Christmas carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, sung by Mariah Carey. Now, if we are singing songs today, I venture a guess that very few of them are telling the Bible's story of liberation, which is tragic because our world needs the gospel story, a world where every night On local news, we learn of violent shootings. And where in Memphis, a traffic stop turns into a deadly trauma. A world where an entire nation lives under constant threat of missile and drone strikes attacking apartment buildings and schools. We need a strong song of liberation from violence. Our scripture today teaches, saying, With your great loyalty, O God, you led the people you rescued. With your power, you guided them to your sanctuary. God's loving strength, steadfast love, chesed is the word in hebrew translated as loyalty here this is what rescued god's people guiding them to a sanctuary it is good to be in the sanctuary when dark forces assail us throughout the week Now, my wife and I, Jill and I, we love watching a PBS series called All Creatures Great and Small. Have you seen that one? It's based on a famous veterinary memoir of James Herriot. And a central character in this story is a country veterinarian with haunting memories of caring for military horses during World War I. Last week's episode, we learned about the psychology of horses, how they, like humans, are impacted by trauma, but they can be led back to wholeness when given a sanctuary of steady and loyal love. Now, I won't tell you more if you haven't seen this Sunday night series. But I name this because of the refrain in our passage today about horse and rider. I wondered, what's the meaning of this horse and rider imagery? Now, clearly, in this biblical context, the image is a representation of the power of Egypt. If we look at ancient hieroglyphics, we can see countless images of horses being driven by royal figures on horseback or chariot. All of the raw force and all the intellectual genius of Egypt are overwhelmed in this biblical story by the strength of Yahweh, the God who brings people out of slavery. Every kingdom and every empire in those days claimed a deity as its own. In Egypt, the Pharaoh was considered divine. But the song of Moses and Miriam that we hear today teaches that that the God of liberation is the strongest of all. The name of this God? Yahweh literally translated as meaning I am who I am. I will be who I will be, the essence of existence, the source of liberation, not a mere national deity. This God, true God, this Yahweh, is a different kind of warrior our scripture teaches. Yahweh is God's name. I continued my research and found that modern archaeology has identified even Iron Age Judean images associated with this Yahweh, a terracotta figure sculpted together of horse and rider. Now, think of it. All of the might and intelligence of the empire are no match for the source of all being who integrates Passion and Purpose in Strong Divine Love. It's said that Sigmund Freud's most treasured artwork was an ancient terracotta image of horse and rider, symbolizing for him the correspondence of id and ego, the passions and purpose of life. I wonder, what is driving your life? What is the song you are singing? Run, Rudolph, run. Can you carry a tune? What tune is best able to carry your life? Now, I love this Christmas story of Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, who did not believe in the God of possibility. God steals Zechariah's skeptical speech and renders him mute until he perceives the work of God and opens his mouth and starts singing. This is what he says. Because of our God's deep compassion, the dawn from heaven will break upon us to give light to those who are sitting in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide us on the path of peace. To those sitting in darkness, for a world confronting the shadows of death, ours is a God who guides us onto paths of peace." What better guidance can there be than the guidance of a song like that? Now, I'll tell you one of the saddest sights that I can see. People who've been told that they cannot carry a tune. I see folks apparently following the adage, If you can't sing something well, don't sing at all. What a shame. This is a sanctuary, a place built on the premise of Scripture that says, make a joyful noise unto God. Sabbath is sanctuary from critics and cynics. Here we learn a different tune. Now, I know we have a remarkable choir filled with capable musicians, and perhaps that intimidates some of the rest of us, but I know that they would welcome you, right? Hmm. But frankly, this is what I call carrying a spiritual tune. When you share with your voice whatever voice God gave you, THE STORY OF THE ONE WHO GIVES LIGHT. LET'S TUNE OUR SPIRIT TO THAT AND FOCUS OUR LIVES ON PEACE. TUNE YOUR LIFE TO THE PATH OF PEACE. PUT PURPOSE IN CHARGE OF YOUR PASSIONS. SET A SPIRITUAL RIDER ON THE HORSEPOWER OF YOUR LIFE. LEARN THE LYRICS OF CHRISTIAN FAITH. SHARE THE STORY OF SCRIPTURE. Open your mouth, open your heart. Turn from the false deities of our day. Teach our children, teach our friends. There is something stronger than the syrupy sap we hear in our ear day after day after day. Dance with Miriam, sing with her, sing with Moses. Who said you can't carry a tune? Stand with people of faith, and then the only sound that matters are hearts tuned to the liberation of love. There are so many songs people sing, so many ways that people pass their Sabbath Sunday. I thank you for making it through the snow today, for joining us online today, and spending your Sabbath in this sanctuary let your life sing of the power of god and god's path of peace the world is weary of war and violence the same old song of sorrow the same tragic tune of violence and hate sing a new song tune your heart to sing god's grace your heart, your household, your school, your job, your neighborhood, your world, they all need to hear a new song of liberation. Each one of you can carry that tune. Let your life sing a new song, and let it begin today. This I deliver to you in the name of the Holy Trinity, three in one. Thank you for listening on our podcast or through our YouTube playlist of sermons. Be sure to forward this message
1: to someone who you believe is seeking God's word today.